Welcome to the Gobbledy Clutch Podcast with me, Tom Magne, and me, Sean Ellis. Sponsored by Alley Cat Wheels and Blendline Apparel. So, so I kind of I've been running around like a like an idiot all day, and I'm still a bit hyperactive. So I've literally come in, eaten some dinner, and I'm still, uh, yeah, still. I'll probably crash in a minute, and towards the end of the at the end of this, I'll be I'll be just like. Yeah, or miserable. Crash, <laughs> crash on the floor. We'll, we'll see it happen. But it was um, we've uh, we've we've been late on this, really, haven't we? So we have a bit. We have a bit. Yeah, we've been. It's just been a bit mental. Um, we missed yeah, a week. Yeah, last last one we did, we were sort of having to do this forced almost by having no hardly no fuel. fuel, no fuel available. Yeah. My town and your town were basically empty on diesel. Uh, yeah. and then yeah so it's just been one of them hasn't it and then we ran out of time so time. I um this week is well lucky tonight I'm I'm free but I've got a hell of a week ahead of me as it is um but yeah this, that's that's how it goes sometimes isn't it but at it least is. we can try to produce something just to keep everyone because someone asked me today uh When's the next one out? And I said, yeah, well, there's a bit of a delay, but we, it will be out soon. Um, <laughs> we've got a few things to talk about. I haven't done any notes, and I, I don't know if you have either, because I think they're, we're both kind of quite busy, haven't we? Yeah, kind of. They're all they're all up here, though. I know, I know. Um, yeah, a couple of things I was uh, I was going to talk about and um, bring up. So, yeah, we we normally well we normally kick off, don't we, with a bit of bit of current motorsport and a bit of news. Um, and obviously yeah. this is probably going to be more current than normal because we normally record and then it goes out a few days later. This is probably with it being a bit of a delay, we might be recording this and it's probably going to be out quite quite soon. So I suppose yeah. even more of a good excuse to do some current stuff. I mean, obviously I don't know if you watch time time difference a little bit tricky, but Formula One in in Austin. I watched more of like the run-up stuff to it. You know, I caught a lot of that, like uh, da- Danny Rick driving his uh, that old uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. No, Dale Earnhardt's car, wasn't it? Yeah. Dale Earnhardt. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure which yeah, one. Yeah. One of the one of the Earnhardt's. Um, Earnhardt, the Wrangler, wasn't it? Yeah, and he drove that around, and he had massive like steering, big steering wheel. Yeah. Um, and a massive grin on his face by the looks of it as well. So, Bigger than normal. I, I, yeah, so I watched a bit of that and a bit of mess, you know, a bit of um, the run up to it. All the celebrities about it's a bit. They make a bit of a show of it all, don't they? Over yeah, there. yeah. It's almost so, turned into like the uh, the sort of the Monaco Grand Prix almost, doesn't it? Um, yeah, with the celebrity turnout and um, yeah, and, and all the sort of pl- preliminaries going on. But um, yeah, cool to see Ricardo in that. To be fair, um, that was actually one of the cars. That, do you know that car lives in Leeds? um that was one of the cars that was at zach brown's when i was up there a couple of months ago yeah i saw it um yeah small uh, small fact you may not have known yeah that's interesting yeah but um, no, i know you've been there um, yeah yeah we did discuss that on on an earlier earlier cast didn't we um so but no the the formula one was was it was an okay race i mean yeah red bull seemed to pull out quite a uh, a decent strategy, didn't they? Against against namely Lewis and, and against Mercedes, they just made it work somehow with the tyres. Yeah, I I'll be honest, I haven't, I didn't see the race. Um, <laughs> so you're going to have to talk about the race. I okay. did. I'm, 
I, like I said, I watched a bit of the run up to it and I watched a bit of that. And then when it came to the, the rates, <coughs> I've been ill as well. That's another reason why I've been ill. <laughs> so I might have to cough every now and again. It's not COVID, <coughs> I promise. It is a general, it's a general cold, which started last weekend when we were rallying together. Yeah. I know, you're on a good go at giving it to me, but somehow I um, I fought it off. I had a little bit of something and then it disappeared. So, yeah. I kept it in my helmet. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, you, you, you could tell us about the race. So. Yeah, so I mean, to be honest, I mean, it was on, I, I don't have Sky. I always, I much prefer the coverage on Channel 4, actually. I prefer the presenter, so I watch it on Sky normally. But obviously with the time delay, it was on at like 12, 1 a.m. this morning, uh, Monday morning, oh, so yeah. didn't watch that. Um so I, I caught up this morning, just literally skimmed, skimmed through the highlights um, just to catch up. And yeah, it, I mean, it looked like an OK race. Nothing particularly eventful happened in that. But um, yeah, I think Mercedes just uh, were playing it really, really safe on the tyre front. Um, and yeah, Verstappen just went for it. I think his laps were like seven, seven laps out of the window, from what I understood uh, from some of the radio messages. Like I said, I didn't watch it all, but um, yeah, they just you just sort of dominated. Lewis closed in on him. It was looking a little bit close. Um, and then Max was quite lucky with some DRS on Mick Schumacher. He'd like caught him as a backmarker um, and actually got a tell off him for um, a few hundred metres and actually managed to, to then open up the gap on Lewis and take the chequered flag and, and ultimately the win. So I think he's got... Um, a much better point standing now than he did before. Uh, Lewis did get the fastest lap, so he did get an, an extra point. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Max, still ahead on. Max has take, overtaken on points now, though, hasn't he? So he's got yes. a bit of an advantage. Yeah. How yeah. many rounds are left? Uh, I Four. believe six now. So I think six. Mexico's next um, in a couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, it's still open, isn't it? Really, very much. Uh, very much. So. I think it'll boil down potentially to the last round. I don't think it'll be sewn up. Um, not how Lewis has been used to it being sewn up. Uh, sort of five or six rounds in advance. He'd normally have won it by now, wouldn't he? Quite often. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was that was yeah that was cool to see. But actually, to be honest, the, the race I watched live over the weekend was um, W Series, obviously, um, which oh. is a support package race of of that. Um, not actually taking the time to to sit down and watch much of that before, but um, yeah, the racing was pretty good, and it was a, that was a double header. So they had two races: one on Saturday, one on Sunday in Austin. Yeah. Um, with um, oh, she's a customer of ours actually, Jamie Chadwick. Uh, she she took oh, yeah. took the race win and the championship win. Um, so that was the last round for them. That was they, that, an eight round season. So for those who don't know, W Series, it's an all ladies. Um, single-seater championship, all with exactly the same car. Um, and the unique thing about that is that they all swap engines around. They don't keep the same. Oh, yeah. So they all swap. So you, you could be having anyone's engine yeah. the next weekend just to keep it properly. That's quite good. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's something exactly. unique they do. I think they did similar things uh, in rallying in some of the one-make series, like the 206 Cup and 106s, where you'd have someone else's ECU or someone's um, bits and bobs off someone else. I think it was only ECUs maybe on, on that, on that championship, but yeah, similar idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, just to prove that, you know, there was no cheating and that everyone's got a, a level playing field. You'd give them your sealed ECU and they'd give you, you know, 
so yeah Sim- similar ideas but yeah. yeah yeah so no that was that was cool that was quite interesting to watch so um yeah a massive check heading her way um and oh, yeah, yeah. F- fia super super license points so um yeah you know if she did wish to pursue that f1 dream then then it's got a little bit more real for her now yeah yeah definitely that'd be good to see i'd like mm. to see a, a woman breaking into formula one and, and doing you know getting up there that'd be yeah. that'd be really good to see. it would it would i mean i think she's she certainly seems to have the minerals does um does chadwick to do it you know she's got she's obviously fairly fit isn't she and she you know she she properly gives it her all on on that side of things um so yeah if anyone's got a good chance it's it's probably her who's come up from from yeah. you know like another toker package driver actually she was um but uh yeah so no that was that was good to see um and then we had extremely i didn't watch any of that um, i watched a little bit of it on saturday yeah. oh, that was the qualifying i think um i seen Sarazan ripped his wheel off. Yeah. Um, a, a few had issues, didn't they? A few rolls. Yes, um, yeah. A lot of carnage, from what I believe. In Sardinia, they were, weren't they? That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that Stefan Sarazan crash was gnarly as hell. Um, and that's uh, that's um, sort of typical highs and lows in motorsport there, because that's actually the same team, Veloce Racing, who Jamie Chadwick races for in in um, yeah. series. So it's like highs and lows on a weekend. You you win a championship and you ball bag a car completely. And um, I mean, yeah, thankfully he was he was fine. I think wasn't he? But that car, it really did rip a chunk out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Seen bits of that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, WRC wise as well. Um, I think. Did we speak about Elvin winning in Finland? Um, um, no, I think we broadcast okay. just before that, didn't we? Well, that championship is still to still to play for. I think they're going to Monza next, aren't they? That's the yeah. last round. So um, it's between Ogier and, and Elvin, really. I don't think Neville can catch them now, can it? No, sorry, it was Spain last. There was so we had yeah we had Finland, didn't we? And then we had Spain, um, and then we've got Monza next. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Neville won in Spain, um, but Auger is still just ahead on points over Elvin, uh, so it's going to the last round really. So I, but I know I thought in Spain that Auger was sitting there ready, and I thought any minute now he's going to pounce. We we kept we were together that weekend, weren't we? Yeah. And we kept saying uh, he's going to pounce any minute now. He'll be pouncing, and he and he he didn't, did he? Because no. he was getting he was getting shit from behind him. He was getting Sordo creeping up behind him, and Neville was off on a on a run, and then Elvin was putting in some mega times as well. So he didn't have it all his way. No. So we'll see what happens. It might be a bit more wintry in Monza. Might it usually is a bit wet and dreary, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah, very much so. I mean, yeah, last time out, obviously, it was it was all very very close, wasn't it, between him and Elvin had a pretty. Yeah good very very good chance of winning it and obviously put it off in wintry conditions so yeah it could go either way i think europe has just started to get a bit of bit of wintry conditions coming in yeah. in places so yeah that could be I, I don't know exactly how many points between separate them but it would basically take elvin to win and Ojo would have to be sort of like fifth or something like that i think uh, yeah i think it's um as long as Ojo is in is in the top three he's gonna win isn't he yeah yeah so um, yeah 
a, a bit samey, like we always say, but in the end, the best driver wins, don't they? So yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think the Toyota is one of the best cars out there um, for all reasons. You know, it's one of the fastest, I think, and reliability-wise, it's one of the most reliable. Um, so they've got the best. They got the best cars, haven't they? <coughs> and arguably, the dri- the driver lineup as well is is probably the, the yeah. strongest with with Rob and Power as well. Uh, yeah, good management, obviously. Yari Matti and uh, yeah, proper proper. They've got, they got the perfect perfect team, really. They have, they've got the experience of Ogier. Um Elvin's got a lot of experience, but he's also a very consistent and very fast driver. And then they've got the young gun. Um, who is also really fast and he's up and coming, isn't he? So yeah. they got the perfect team, really. They got like every generation, nearly, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, so, yeah, that'll be very interesting to see how that pans out. And then, sort of moving on to the local scene, um, we've had since we, again, since our last podcast, we've had Mull on British Rally Championship. Um, not yeah. such a good weekend for. For Matt Edwards, um, I think he just had a, a troublesome, troublesome outing on Mull. So, um, yeah, our man Oshan doing quite well. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, taking took it well. He took the the BRC win, didn't he? Not the overall win, but the BRC win, which is what matters yeah. to him. Uh, yeah. And and going forward to Cambrian this weekend with uh, yeah. a little so, point to lead. I I find that one. I find that really hard to predict, like a winner on the Cambrian, because I know. I know, well, we, we know Matt, Matt and Osh quite well anyway, and I know Matt is a local to the Cambrian, and that is, has been his local rally, for, you know, for, since he's been rallying. Um, and he knows all the, he'll know all the stages, he'll know, he's got a very good photographic memory, Matt. Like every every time you speak to him, he he, he can picture everything. He's, he's quite good at remembering stages, so he'll have done a lot of them, and he'll be really quick, or he'll want, and he'll want to be you know, on the pace from the word go. But then also Oshan knows him quite well because he's only down the road. Um, so, and again, he's got really got something to fight for, hasn't he? He's got, you know, he wants his first, you know, British Championship wins. I'm sure he'll be, I, I'm sure it'd be a good fight to watch, really. Um, yeah, unless you get some wild card that comes and, and you know, catches them two out while they're, while they're tussling each other, you know, someone else might creep up behind them and yes, and take yeah, them. no, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably played into hands that we did wonder if Tom Cave might come along and, and put in an entry, but that's that's not happened. Obviously, he's very very local to that area, um, yeah. so yeah, it, it's probably going to be yeah, anything can happen, but it's it's probably going to play into one of their hands quite well. I did notice that um, Oshan has already played his Joker, so Matt has, has obviously nominated Cameron as his Joker, which could well yeah. as long as he has a decent result that might play into his hands. Um, so yes, no, looking forward to, to yeah. seeing that that unfold. He's had a mechanical on that car as well, hasn't he? So you know, you've always got that to think about. You, you think these these cars now should be relatively, you know, you really see a a world car breakdown here or a modern R five car breakdown, but hmm. the, the, it has been happening, hasn't it? So um, yeah, you never know what can happen, really, can you? No, anything, anything can happen. So. Yeah, certainly be watching watching that with interest. And um, aren't you out? You're out with a, a customer on the Cambrian, is that right? Yeah, we'll we'll be there running um, running Ross from the Rally School. Um, we've got a, a friend of mine, Steve Ellis. Uh, no relation, but a good friend of mine. He's he's out in his BM, uh, so we'll give him a hand. Uh, we've got another Subaru 
to run. Um, and our recce car, KFC, which you know well. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I don't know if we've mentioned KFC before. He is, or she is, a left-hand drive, X-Pro drive legacy, uh, which gets used or has been used over the years for all management and wrecking. And this weekend, someone's asked uh, one of the BRC contenders, I'm not sure who yet. <laughs> I've just been asked by the team if they can borrow KFC um, for the weekend. So I did say I was going to retire her from recce duties because she's had a hard life. <laughs> she's got full of gravel rash underneath. And, you know, it's all it's all good. It all works and it's all legal and it's, you know, MOT'd and things like that. But it just, it does give it a lot of abuse and fills it full of mud and you have to... I did say I'd retire her from those duties, but you know, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta give her, yeah. Well, someone was desperate for a car, so I said, it's no problem, we'll, we'll get her out. Yeah, um, no, there, were, there was obviously someone desperate for a left-hand drive car, which unless, yeah, I mean, there's not that many. There's quite a few guys running like Fiesta, little Fiestas and things that are left-hand drive yeah. if they need, but there's probably not that much selection now, is there, for some of these guys yeah. to R2s and BRC yeah. stuff. So it's, it's probably quite, quite a handy little tool for you to have and um yeah yeah and it'll probably like i'll collect it on the friday after they've finished the recce and we'll take it then um to do management the next day um and we'll run around in it so it'll be working hard this weekend yeah um, is that a couple so, of busy weekends that car yeah so uh do we want to talk about this tom we, well, well, we, we can talk about rally revival no problem at all rally revival yeah so that's what we've done we did that last weekend didn't we so that was another reason why we couldn't get a cast out because we were busy doing uh, another festival event which uh, we seem to be enjoying yeah yeah we've done we've done a couple of we? we did yeah we did lombard uh, lombard before and now yeah this yeah. Um, rally revival it started in wrexham which is fairly local to me about an hour away from me um wrexham famous famous now for ryan reynolds buying their football team which yeah. everybody knows about. Of course. Uh, so we started in the streets of Wrexham, which was, I mean, Wrexham's had a bit of a, it's gone downhill a bit. So it, I think it was good to see like the street full of people. Um, so I think it brought a little bit of joy to people, didn't it? You could see, you know, we could, we were queuing up and there was people in suits leaving work who, you know, put a smile to their face. You didn't see all the rally cars lined up. So I think it was quite good for Wrexham itself. Um, yeah, and it was also lo a load of different cars. It was all Group B stuff, wasn't there? There was all things that you wouldn't see every day. Um, so we had two stages Friday night over in Rednall go-kart track. Um, and then we uh, went for a little spin around the countryside, didn't we, Tom? <laughs> we did. We did. So... so... So we we did yeah a couple of stages at um, yeah Red. It has to be brought up. No, no, that's that's perfectly acceptable. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring something that's probably a slightly sore subject to, to yourself up in a minute. So I'm I'm not too worried. I'm looking forward to that bit myself. So I'm going to br brush I, I over this. I've got an idea of what it'll be. <laughs> so Sean Sean just brought up that we went for a spin around the countryside. So we did uh, from Rex. Let's just say we, this is the first time we did we've done something like obviously we did rally uh, Lombard but it was pretty self-explanatory that there was no road sections it yeah. was just in an airfield we just skidded around for a bit didn't we yeah but this was almost a, a real rally just there was no timing involved as such was there we had road sections we had stages 
and it's the first time we we've done something like that together as in you co-driving and me driving so even though it wasn't time i st i still put myself in i st when you put the helmet on and, and you're in a rally car you automatically go into this zone where it's competition zone and so i'm just i'm just uh like what's the word well, it was like someone flicked, flicked a fucking switch is what it was like. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. And I'm just trying to cover my ass here by explaining myself that it's just, once you step in a rally car, it just goes, it, it, everything changes and you turn into this animal. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, Sean turned into a fucking diva. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I gave him I get unfortunately I put fuel on the fire so we did um, we did red north circuit so we did that twice under under uh, spot lamps on the rally car didn't we which was a bit different it yeah. was obviously um, yeah we'd had a couple of runs of that that was quite cool so we left there um, and then right so I had to you know get one book for the stage stuff and then another book for the for the road mileage stuff and um, not wishing to blame my tools entirely uh, the the map scale was was quite zoomed out it was it, does that make it big scale or small scale scale that's probably big scale isn't it? it was massively zoomed out so like an arrow pointing on the map would like cover like a town so it's like okay great that's kind of where I wanted to see but anyway not blaming my tools from my side, I as well. I, I, I'll admit, I looked over at the map, and because I roughly know the area, roughly, I don't know it that well because it's not. But I, I did. I have an idea. <laughs> I thought. I said, yeah, yeah, I know where I'm going. Looking over <laughs> at your map, didn't I? So, so that didn't help either. I'm, guess, I'm guessing you're referring to the moment where you said, yeah, or we joked, and I said, oh, I'll put the map away then, uh, and then I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. we got to, so from Wrexham, we went, was it along the A5 and then to, um, well, we weren't supposed to go through it, but we went through Glangothlin, didn't we? We did, yeah. We, we, and, yeah. we weren't supposed to go quite as far as that. So I've led us slightly off, off, off piste. And then there's a junction. The River D and uh, <laughs> there's a crossing that I knew about and there was a, there's another crossing. And I automatically looked at your map and thought it was the crossing that <laughs> I knew about, which is just after Sangosland, going over towards uh, Horseshoe Pass. Looking at yeah. the map from my side of the car in the dark, I went, yeah, yeah, I know where that is. But it, it, yeah, it was, I, I, we were hammering <laughs> it down some back roads that we weren't supposed to be on. <laughs> No, it, it was just it was just a bit quiet, wasn't it? And we and like you kept saying, oh, I haven't seen anybody for a bit. You know, we, we'd seen kind of people out on the route, a few spectators out with cameras and stuff. And we kind of expected to see the old marshal, didn't we? But all of a sudden it just it just went a bit dead. And we, we felt like we were just well off piste. And I kept sort of reassuring we myself and you that, <laughs> that we were on the right piste, that we were on the right area and, and not gone off piste. And, and you know, I'd started to perhaps doubt myself a little bit. And. And we stopped, and and then and then it sort of dawned on us, didn't it, that we were we were off off kilter quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was still in rally mode by then. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, then we reverted, we reverted to fine, didn't we? Well, to add to that, <clears throat> this is nobody's. Yeah, everyone's going. Oh, we don't know anything about rally, and we can't even complete a rally properly. But the, the next day was a lot better. But let's just finish that night. Yeah, there's more. So, there's more. It's more. It doesn't end there, does it? No, not at all. And then we we went lost. We just didn't know where we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd gone. Well, by the time we got back on onto the route, 
we'd, yeah. I think we'd added, we'd added a few miles potentially, but we were like four miles. It took us four miles to get back on the route, didn't it? I remember seeing it on the trip. But we probably, yeah. we probably sort of waited and wasted time a little bit as well. Um, yeah. But then, that car drinks quite a bit of fuel, doesn't it, Sean? When it, you're just sort of idling, idling around on the lanes and. It does. It drinks a lot of fuel. <laughs> or either that. No, it's. So I thought I'd put a lot of fuel in it, and the last time I looked at it, it was like half on the gauge. No, it was full on my car gauge, but on the little sight glass on the tank, it was half. But it's a weird shaped tank in that, <laughs> and I didn't know how much I'd started off with. I assumed that I'd had it was pretty full, and I just topped it up. That was not the case. It turned out that we didn't have very much fuel at all because I was complaining I was paranoid about the fuel pumps being loud wasn't I and it was giving us a bit of surge on the Rednall go-kart track and I thought oh, is either something wrong with the car or my fuel pumps on its way out um but it turned out if the fuel pump was fine it just didn't have any fuel pumping through it <laughs> so we broke, we broke down we ran out of fuel we splattered uh, so didn't we I swore a bit and then it was stuck in the middle of the road, so I kind of lumped it over the road on the starter motor, which isn't a good idea, not on a rally car, that, that you know, that kind of thing. Um, we kind of just switched everything off, didn't we? <laughs> All the lights off and everything, and we were just it alone. Just, all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just went cold, very cold, very quiet, and very dark all at once. Within a, like a couple of seconds. <laughs> and I think we all, it was just one of those... When you retire from a rally, there's no worse feeling when you when you initially retire. It's just like the first thing that goes through your head is, and a load of people, anyone who's rallied or raced, who, who's listening to this, they, they can relate to this, where as soon as you retire from a rally and you know that you can't go any further, this, um, this thing just comes across you and goes, why do I do this? <laughs> what, what, what the fuck am I doing this for? Well, I'm not doing another one. I'm going to park. I'm going to sell this car. That's it now. No more rallying. That's it. Well, I don't know. There's no point in it. It's a waste of time. And then, so we phoned our chase crew, didn't we? Who came, Rhys and Finn and the, and the boys came. Very told quick, us to, the, to be fair. Told, yeah. Um, <laughs> told us to the fuel station again very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that was quite car. quick. Um, And then we put fuel in it and then she fired up and it was all fine. And then... That that moment of hating it goes away completely. Then doesn't it? It's like, oh yeah, it's fine now. Let's, let's go rallying again. Um, so we managed to get our car back to Park Fermé, didn't we? Parked it up, and then we drove home silently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we um, yeah, pack, we packed we packed everything up for that night because we did have another day to go, which which was handy. <laughs> um, so we went home, kind of, we just evaluated everything that had happened, didn't we, all the way back? Yeah, pretty much, just yeah. Just kind of put it, put it into place. Um, did I did I improve then, after that, the next day? Um, no. No, I think, I think that's when you, I think, to be fair, I think I it, was, it was the next day when you, you'd said to me something something along the lines of, sorry, I, I'm a bit different when, I, when I'm rallying or something like that. Yeah. I was like... Okay, well that, that's all right. Like I, you know, I've known you a long time. I'm, I'm sure we can cope. But then, what did you say to me? It was something. It was, you said something. I think the wording was, "You just need to like treat me like a kid." And I'm like, yeah. oh, "Okay, oh that's fine." Now, 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 now I understand. Yeah, and, and then, then I, that, uh, Dan, who's done a lot of co-driving with me, I, some other people have. They might relate to it, but I've never talked about it with anyone else. But I have talked about it with Dan. 
Um, because if, if it's your good friend that's with you, you don't really want to, you want them to know that it, you don't mean it, don't you? I'm sure this goes, I'm sure this happens with loads of different people, you know, they only on slow driving. I bet Nikki would say exactly the same thing, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always um, a professional relationship, isn't it, with some of these pro yeah. guys? So, um, so yeah, where were we? We, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, I like to be, you know, I need to be treated like a child sometimes, you know, you need to keep, it's the same with any driver you need to just keep them happy all the time and just even tell them stuff that they that are lies maybe just to keep them happy because i remember at one point on the next day so we were i was just fussing about fuel and and what well, i was probably i was fussing about everything management cars where is it you know do we need fuel and i said yeah so i was panicking about fuel so we need to find a fuel station didn't i and then i went and then we saw a fuel station i went oh maybe we'll be all right and then you just turned to me and said for fuck's sakes, Sean, you've just been going on about the fact that you need fuel a minute ago. You were panicking about it. Now you decided you don't want any. <laughs> I bet you were just you were, you were fighting a, a battle that was just you know. But it was a, it was a hilarious battle though. It was it was funny. It was good. I bet it's quite from your side. It's quite funny to watch me uh, like explode, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, it was, because, you know, like, those of you who know me will know I'm, I'm never, no, I'm not a co-driver, and, and uh, or those of you who don't know me will, will not, perhaps not realise, but this was a completely different dynamic for us, wasn't it, because you're a driver, and I'm, I drive more than I co-drive, this was just a, you know, a bit of a laugh for us, wasn't it, so yeah, the two of us being sat in the car, was probably a bit of a nightmare scenario almost, but we held it together, didn't we, we had a good, good laugh. Well, the second day, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Because I, I mean, yeah, I was still the same, but you didn't get lost, um, so that would have made me a bit better. Yeah, I worked then, a bit harder. Yeah. I worked a little bit harder on on, on my map map skills the next day, and uh, realized realized I dropped a bollock on the Friday night. So I was like, right, well, perhaps I need to actually do some work here rather than. And then I'm pretty sure you went down the same road. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. You can you can leave the map. And I, no, 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 for fuck's sake, the map's staying yeah. on my lap this time. That I heard that last night, and we ended up nearly in a well in bloody. Like Anglesey, it wasn't yeah. bad, but <laughs> yeah, no, so, no, that was it was fun, wasn't it? It was, it was good. No, the the highlight for me was like, apart from obviously spending time with such fucking brilliant company, was um, you know we had obviously we had the chase car that was good fun, and we'll come to that again in a minute because that sort of uh, was part of the fun for us. But yeah, there were some awesome cars there as well, wasn't there? Again, like you, like you brushed on in Wrexham earlier on. It, you know, there were cars there that you never normally see on a stage rally. Um, yeah. Some, some, you know, quite a lot of Lancia stuff, um, Delta Integrale, yeah. and there was a really nice Porsche 911 SC, wasn't there? Um, yeah. And yeah, all sorts of stuff like that. But yeah, we had like a few guys had chase cars, um, but I'd say ours was probably one of the coolest, being an actual yeah. genuine Pro Drive X Pro Drive management car. Um, yeah, so we actually won an award. We did. Um, so there was awards, uh, obviously not for timing because it wasn't a timed event, but there was awards for different stuff. And it was based on, um, I think, your flamboyancy. Is that a word? Flamboyancy? We'll, we'll take flamboyant. it. If I flamboyant. get an award for flamboyancy, then, then I'm, I'm, I'm game for <laughs> it. It was uh, an award for like how, you know, your driving styles um, and also your period prep. So, um, if that's a yeah, I can't I can't remember exactly what the wording was, but um, like almost like pretty, concourse sort of obviously not show concourse, not like concourse. No, but, but, but what, what you brought to it was not just um, 
driving it was like the whole package you know if you've got a car a period car so they i think they had people in period clothing like the original suits and things like that which you couldn't use now on a stage because some of them are out of date and things like that but we had a period rally car so we had my group n pro drive subaru with even down to period seats in it the, the original pro drive carbon seats and then we had to, to top it off we had a pro drive recce car management car which so we had the whole package really didn't we Mm. yeah no, it, was, it was good and, and um yeah it looked like people enjoyed it as well there were a lot of people lining the little villages there'd be people out with yeah. obviously we're you know quite a lot of rally traffic heading through the villages in in the area we covered, covered a lot of miles as well didn't we we covered like flintshire obviously being in north wales with wrexham and then we went into all the way into we went, down, we went down the motorway as well didn't we pulled up next to an aston martin we did and that next to Aston Martin and, and she quite liked, I think the driver of the car. Are we allowed to, to talk about that? I think I no, think we need I've, to talk about it. I've told my wife already, so oh, I think it's you? all right. Oh, yeah. my, my, mine will hear it go out on this uh, on this podcast. So go on, go, on, go for it. <laughs> well, where where were we? We were somewhere by Stafford somewhere, weren't we going down the motorway? <laughs> and there's really nice 70 plate um Aston Martin pulled up alongside or pulled up well passing us basically, wasn't it? Because we were just chilling in the well, I say chilling driving down the motorway in a basically group a rally car is is quite it's quite hard work isn't it you gotta really you gotta like it's noisy it it's uncomfortable with wind coming in the roof vent it's uh it's not pleasant is it so this 70 like aston martin what would that have been db i think it was a db11 wasn't it is that where it is now is it i think it yeah. was a db11 yeah so that came past and we we looked to the side and it was I think she was an older lady, wasn't she? But she was quite attractive. Yeah, she was nice looking. Nice and then, so we crept forward in the Subaru <laughs> just to, to have a look. <laughs> have, a, have a second and, and probably a third look. But she liked then, it, didn't she? Yeah, well, she didn't look at us at all because she was looking dead ahead, but you could see just the corner of her mouth just raising. It's so brilliant. she's obviously like appreciated our Subaru. I don't think she appreciated the, the look of the two guys in it. One yeah. that looked like he was lost and the other one who looked like he was like, on edge about his fuel. <laughs> um, but I think she appreciated the car. She must have liked cars because she wouldn't have been driving around in a DB11 unless nice. she'd still, stolen it off her husband and was driving to Scotland or something to <laughs> run away. We made, up, we made up a full story about it. Yeah, we had. We did. But she... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we... We did, I think we made a day to be honest, but no, the, we so that was yeah. We had what, what, what would that have been the M? That's your neck of the woods more than me. Uh, <laughs> way, anyway, and um, the Stafford way anyway, wasn't it? No, M fifty four. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then we hung a left and went went to some stages in Staffordshire. Yeah. From Staffordshire, we obviously and we did Shropshire the night before. So I think, yeah, mileage wise, we covered quite a bit of countryside, yeah. didn't we? To be fair. And then the last stage was on like a, a little stately home in just mm. outside, well, just outside Wrexham, wasn't it? And it was a little gravel track. And we thought, oh, we'll go. It was delayed a bit. There was some issues with uh, PRing and things like that. So it was delayed a bit, wasn't it? But I thought it was worth the wait because it was a nice little gravel road to, to have a skid on. And another thing that rally people relate to is the photos after a rally are always like one thing. You're looking on Facebook and Instagram for photos of you in the car, aren't you? And I think the, the photo we had from 
that their last stage, Hearts Heath, Hearts Heath, was it called? Yeah, Hearts Heath. Um, yeah. I think that was that was worth the whole rally, really, wasn't it? It's was a good, nice sliding sideways shot with a little dirt flicking up. I think it was, um, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Always like to see a good photo of your own car, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, there, there was a couple of photographers at that. Well, I did a whole event actually that, that took some decent decent photos, but there was one fellow, wasn't he? He was stood. Yeah, well, Ian Francis. Um, his name is. I've had a, a few photos of him in the past. He's he's always been around. Um, when I was on active on Facebook quite a lot, he would uh, he'd send send me a lot. Um, yeah, we got some. He's, he got some good ones this weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, um, he was in a, quite a prominent position, wasn't he? He sort of set himself up to to take the best photos yeah. he could there. And, and I, well, think I think the tires I was using weren't the best tires. I just chucked something on just to get rid of them. And we came out, didn't we? The car came on boost and we're on gravel. We're not very good tires. It went fully sideways, didn't it? Right in front of him. I think he took yeah. a step back. Even. <laughs> um, he gave so, yeah. That was um that was that was good good fun anyway, wasn't it? So yeah. we'll know yeah. never, we'll know never to do it again. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was good. It was good, it was all right. And then um we had obviously the day after that, well that weekend it was good with members meeting. Yeah, uh, and and Nikki had the sleeker down there, so of course I, I did want to go down there. But after a, sort of a, quite a late night with you Friday night, and then it was a long old trudge back to Hereford Saturday yeah. night. I was I, I don't think I could make getting up Sunday morning to go down. You, to did, you did offer me to come with you, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. When you asked, I really I was hundred percent wanting to go. Um, but I mean, I was coming down with an illness all weekend. <laughs> And I wouldn't have, I was, you know, start of last week, I was an absolute mess, especially, you know, after we'd finished rallying, I kind of chilled out and I just fell apart then. I was an absolute, I was really ill. Um, so I think it was a good job I didn't go. Yeah. But I think if it was closer, probably would have considered it, but Goodwood's a long way, isn't it? So you oh, kind right. of have to, you have to make a proper effort to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to go because it looked like it was a good, good event. Yeah, well, they put on this rally stage, didn't they? And, and it was, um, yeah, quite a Yeah, very narrow. narrow. Yeah, no, there were a few guys hit their cars, didn't they? But it was, um, yeah, yeah they, again, once again, you know, another type of event where they have quite specialist stuff that you'd never normally see. So there was, you know, like a, a an X-Works M3, wasn't there? A few 6R4s. A yeah. um, couple of Celicas, probably a long time since there's been two Celica GT4 uh rally cars competing in the uk there was there was obviously nicky and there was gary lakoda as well um with his has he still got a world car hyundai as well yeah yeah he's got an x x sordo um yeah i um i20 isn't it yeah um yeah. Which, I didn't know yeah. You could buy them. no i think i don't know who he because he, he was sort of more or less the first priority customer i think after the works team have it but um i was chatting to a mutual friend uh, the other day and, and they, he's had some issues with the engine and the engine ECU and they need a, an engineer to come across from uh, from Germany to come and look at it before it can really do anything. Uh, it's in kind of a bit of an awkward state so it's a case of waiting for that I believe. Oh, right. okay. Is, yeah, slightly, slightly awkward. And, that's the issue you get with any ex-works car. Um, yeah. It's, it's not the case of buying them, it's mainly the case of running them. It's is the big is the big expense. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It is. I do, I do want to look for something um, a little bit different, a little bit quirky for the next time we do an, a, a like a that type of event. Um, so I am. If anyone has anything that 
is interesting and old. I don't want it to be old, old, but say 80s, maybe early 90s. I want something just designated for doing that purpose. So I've been looking at a few things. Um, I probably won't. I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm just going to wait until I do make a decision on something. So, yeah, you might have to get lost in something else soon. Well, I was I was actually going to offer offer my position up to like I don't know Dan, Dan Niroda might be listening. Maybe he wants to come back and sit with you. You can have your back to be honest. Yeah, you can have, have me back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'd, I'll be glad to sit sit with you again. Um, yeah, that's just uh, we'll, we'll we'll do some fuel calculations. Um, I was actually yeah. ribbed on the Monday morning uh, by Nicky Grist about the uh, the management situation, um, about the fuel situation. Uh, on the yeah. Monday morning after the event, he obviously heard uh, quite quickly that we had run out of fuel. I was given a good yeah. ribbing for a little while. Um, who did the management schedule? Who did this? Who was in charge of that? And it was like, well, I suppose as a co-driver, that probably would have been technically my job. But I was assured by the driver that, <laughs> that there was yeah. petrol in it. Um, but no, perhaps we'll have to give it another crack next time, and you can you can bring your uh, your next toy um, out. There's no there's no toy like ready it's set but i am looking at a few different things so uh, yeah we'll see i like the sound of that i like the sound yeah. of that and, and before we move on from from the events side of things um i should also congratulate mickey uh, on here because he got a fourth place in the um in the in the members meeting rally shootout which to oh, yeah. be fair he beat uh, the likes of stig blankfist and callie grundle um and a few other guys who are quite quick peddlers um yeah he came fourth which i think actually was quite a commendable effort so um, i gave him a pat on the back last week about that he was um he was pretty chuffed i think although uh quite you know quite modest and brushed it off quite quick but yeah you could tell you could tell he was pleased with that and the car came back yeah. in one piece as well that that's a, that's an important thing i noticed he's he's bought something new for it as well he had he has well we'll uh yeah, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that. We will. We will. Yeah, something that just just sort of uh, finished it off nicely. So, um, so what's been happening? You've obviously been well. You, apart from having this sort of um, man flu, uh, you've been busy. You've been busy in the workshop. So you've got a couple of projects on the go. Um, obviously, the Volvo, the Volvo racer. Um, that's that's. That sounds really good. Yeah. So we've. Um... This what we've been doing. Uh, well, we've been, we've done a gearbox change on this R2 uh, this week. I, I say this week. It's Monday, so today that was. <laughs> um, we've got we changed the Sadev sequential because it needs a fresh one for the rally, and we can't get this one repaired in time. So we borrowed one. So that's in ready. Um, we've been doing some work. What else have we done? Um, we've got a nice. Uh, don't know if you've seen on my Instagram. Um, by the time this goes out, then there'll be probably more photos. But we got a nice Evo, a very rare Evo um, in stock to sell. Uh, it's an Evo 6 Extreme. Um, so they've made 29 of these. Uh, this is number 20. Um, it's probably the rarest of all Evos. So a lot of people think that the Mackinnon is the rare one. But the Evo Extreme was built by Rally Art. And it's got a Tommy Mackinnon plaque in it but they did some further mods as well. So it's got different wheels. It's got a little bit of a body kit on it. Not everyone's taste, not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, when they first came out, to be honest, I thought they looked a little bit boy racer. And you might think the same when you have a look around this one, but um, it is now, I think it's it's, it's aged quite well because Evo 6 is probably the nicest looking 6 anyway. 
Uh, nicest looking Evo anyway. Um, not everyone will agree with that, but um, they are the last of the, the proper Evos, I think. Um, so yeah, this this one is um, a two owner, I think, with 85,000 miles on the clock. Um, and yeah, that's coming up for sale. And prices for them, you won't believe, they're probably around, it's around 30, you know, high 30 plus thousand pounds. Um, which is a lot for an Evo, really. I know yeah. that everything's creeping up, but these are so rare that you know they're demanding that kind of money. So we've got that in. We're going to do a little bit of work on it and tidy it up. We, we we looked after it for a customer for a few years anyway, and he's finally decided that he's he wants to part with it, which he reluctantly because he dropped it off and said, "Right, I'll I'll phone you back with a price," because I don't think he really wants to sell it, but he, I think he has to, or for whatever reason. Um, so he did ring me back later on in the day and told me what he wanted me to do and how much he wanted for it because with a few of my contacts um, I thought we'd give them the chance to before we before we make the car too famous we'd ask a few people that we know and then go from there um, where else have I got have I got was there anything new in there when you were in how's how's the Zantia the Zantia uh, I've not done anything with it I've not touched that <laughs> I, the, it's, I fixed the hydraulics on it, so it goes up and down now. Um, and then I've left it, but I, yeah, I've been a bit too busy, so I, I'll come back to it. Um, just not yet. Uh, I've done a bit of work on the Super sixteen hundred Saxo again. Um, I'm swapping the pedal box over, so left hand, uh, right hand drive car to left hand drive, and all the pedals are different and everything. So I, I just, I've been fiddling about with that. <laughs> So once I've fiddled, there's a lot of fiddly bits to do. Once I've done all those, it'll kind of go together quite quickly because the engine's ready to go in, the loom's in. Um, I just need to sort out the pedal situation and some other little bits that are a bit awkward being left hand drive. Um, and then once the, they're done, uh, yeah, it should go together quite quickly and I should get that fired up and at least, yeah, running and I'll probably put it aside and swap something else in. But yeah, at least we can get some the back broken on that. Um, I'm still running around in that 106 as a daily. Uh, that might need to go. I don't. I don't know. I, I've had. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It, it's 106 is slowly sort of creeping up in value. I know you don't. You don't just base everything you do on value, do you? As what you enjoy, yeah. you enjoy them as well. You 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 enjoy yeah, the ownership of them just as much. So that's um that's one thing. I mean that that's the sort of thing that is probably you know it's probably worth almost worth keeping isn't it because it's probably something that you can sort of have in the corner and bring out every once in a while when you want to drive something a little bit you know it's not, yeah. it's not expensive to run either is it and parts aren't too bad for them no everything's available there's so many bits for them so maybe that'll stay um yeah, yeah. I'm, <clears throat> to be honest i've been fixing other people's cars instead of getting my own lately i've been the workshop's been manic so i haven't had any uh i haven't had anything else i don't think i have anyway but no. it won't be long. I'm, I'm looking at things day in, day out, uh, not just to to buy, to sell, to buy, to play with. To sell. yeah, you know, you know what it's like. Mm -hmm. So maybe next time, I, I've got a couple of cars to look at in the next couple of weeks. Um, so maybe next time we talk, I'll have there'll be a new car <laughs> to to play with. I might even come down in it to see you. Yeah, or I'll come up and I'll help you um, in the in the last the last phase, like the interesting phase of the sack. So. 
Because that's normally when yeah. you have a go in something, isn't it? When you help someone out, and then especially if it's the last bit when the engine's fired up, they normally have to have to say, "Oh, do you want to have a go in it?" Then so yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you in that position, and at least we won't get lost if I'm driving. Yeah, no, it's that would be that little car will be a really good single venue car. I think we should do something in it. Um, good. I've been watching um, some old. I've been watching YouTube. Like, I've been going to bed, if Sean's on a night shift or something, I'll stick YouTube on. I've been watching old rally videos from 90s, so like F2 era and mm -hmm. things like that, and Super 1600. Um, and I was watching some Super 1600 Saxos on that. <laughs> that just, like, got me right in the mood there. I wanted to go out at 11 o'clock at night to go and fiddle with the Saxo. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. You don't want to go to sleep then, do you? Because you're just, like, excited about going rallying or something yeah. <laughs> going rallying and, and running out of fuel um yeah, yeah no i mean it yeah the, those the, that era of car it's sort of almost relatable isn't it because you know we've done, we've both done front plenty of front wheel drive rallying and, and stuff and that's yeah. that's even even more relatable when you see something something like that um yeah. and and you know we've we've all watched that on the world scene as well haven't we and it's yeah it's it's, it's proper it's interesting yeah. the sounds and the and the yeah, the yeah. car skipping along at um, on the on the limit, especially in the in the lobe days when he was pedalling that saxo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but there's some of the the other lads like um, Wedgbury. Uh, what's his name? Steve Wedgbury was it? He he had a privately entered saxo super six hundred. He used to pedal it really well. Yeah, it's a private car. But yeah. that, was, that was one of the videos I was watching. I think he's been on Facebook lately as well. That car for some reason, I think it's just fluttered about. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. Um, I just want to yeah play and stuff. You know, it's like I got I got the the bug is always never leaves. But after doing that rally revival, because we were in the car and doing an event again, which I haven't done for for a while, just felt like yeah, got you know got right into it. Mm. Just want to do more, so I might event I might enter a rally towards the end of the year, which I won't release till probably a, a few podcasts on. Um, but um, yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I won't say too much. But there's a rally possibly getting entered towards the end of the year um, for myself, and it's not my car. I'm using someone else's car, but we, it's like a little test run for it. Yeah. So I'll I'll release more um, when I've confirmed things. Um, it's not like a it's not like a world car or anything, so don't get too, don't get too excited. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> but, um, it's something quite cool that me and a friend of mine have been. Uh, well, I haven't really worked on it, but I'm going to help him maybe shake it down. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, building to, I'm building it up to sound like something really awesome, but it's it's not. It's quite fun for me, but it. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'll speak about that on the next one. Okay. Okay. We we'll look forward to that. Yeah. You got anything lined up? Um, no, to be honest, um, not at all. I've been I've been sort of toying with with what to do with um, uh, with my Clio. Um, I mean, I've oh, got yeah. I've got this the front half of a roll cage because I can't remember if I mentioned this on uh, the podcast before. So the Clio I've got it's got a rear custom cages roll cage in it, um, yeah. and and I've also got the front bits. I've never put them in uh, for one reason or another. So it's always been sort of track day spec. Had the the rear bit in but now I've, i have got the, the a pillar bars the screen bar the door bars and everything um so i'm probably going to continue carry on putting that in and i'd quite like to enter it in a hill climb uh probably you know obviously we did chelsea walsh before just again that was a bit of a show event wasn't it, it was a speed festival yeah. thing but 
I'd like to, yeah, I would like to sort of finish that car by, yeah, putting it, putting it into a hill climb because I think it's quite a competitive car in, you know, in, in that sort of class uh, for what it is. Two litre front wheel drive uh, doesn't weigh a lot. Um, yeah, that's that's something I'd like to do. Obviously, that would be something we would do into next year. So a bit of a winter yeah. project, uh, something I'm working on. Um, the car's had a bit of a colour change now as well, uh, which um, has, I've been massively delayed with putting the next episode on our YouTube channel, um, the, the, the new colour. But um, yeah, so that's something that will come up soon. Um, looks pretty cool, I think. Uh, yeah, it does. I have actually seen it. You sent me some photos. It does look mega. Like I've yeah. only seen pictures from a close up, but the pictures, if if it's as good as that in real life, then yeah, that's pretty, it looks eighth. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the boys have done a good job. So that's that's uh, locally at Hereford Customs, uh, just near me down here. Um, yeah, well worth a visit if you think of some wrapping or, or um, yeah, colour color change or anything like that, some customisation. They're the boys to go for, uh, to go to for that. But, um, so, yeah, that's that. I mean, I've got a real hankering to get out in the Saxo again. Um, to be honest, it's basically ready to go. Um, just a few little things I need to do on it. I think now the bloody extinguishers are out of date. Uh, I sort of serviced them just before COVID and then, of course, never used it. So that's some uh, another waste of money, but such is the way with rallying. And I think there's actually a reg change now as of December, end of December on extinguishers, isn't there? It's got to be four litre where it was it was obviously only new, newly logbook cars. But now it's, yeah, mandatory. So that's probably a new new bottle, um, new, new extinguisher bottle. And, uh, and I think the harnesses are coming out of date soon as well. So, yeah, yeah. I'll have to spend a bit if I, if I do anything after the end of the year. But... Um, yeah, I, I do want to go out and do something. Like part of me thinks, oh, let's do a single venue event. Um, but I just love the forest, and you know the cost is like double, of course. But um, yeah. the single venue stuff doesn't necessarily always do it for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I enjoy them because I think they're just they're a bit, I love I love skidding around and having a play. But I know what you mean. Um, once you've been into the forest and done a proper forest stage, you, it you feel like it's going backwards if you go to a single venue sometimes don't you mm, it depends it depends where you are like i you know i've done travis a couple of times which is obviously now near your your end more and that's that's a bit more like a stage run isn't it because it's it's not it's not sort of merges and it's not you're not like doing yeah. deep sections it's a bit more of a stage isn't it i quite enjoyed that but i've I have done like i've done stuff uh, like more of an airfield type venue and it yeah. just it doesn't quite do it for me um not not that, you know, i'm fun i'm i'm having fun when i'm in a car don't get me wrong but it's just uh, if i'm spending the money on on entering something i do i'd rather it be yeah, yeah fair enough. a little bit and um yeah a bit of a bit of a multi-venue thing yeah definite so that's yeah so nothing nothing sort of set in stone for me to answer your question but um yeah we've got we're, we're planning um in the new year and doing some our ads licenses aren't we that's yeah. going to be We'll probably do a podcast from there. I mean, yeah. I'm talking a few months away now, but I mean, winter's going to come and go pretty quickly, hopefully. Yes. Um, so, you don't know what ads is. Ads is your um, actually, I don't know what it stands for. Actually, what does it stand for? Uh, it stands for Association of Racing Driver Schools. That's it. There we so go. It's a, it's a race <laughs> license for circuit racing. Obviously, Sean and I both got our rally license, which is called Bars, which I think is British Association of. Rally, rally schools, schools, I think. Schools, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah. both got that. But yeah, we sort of wanted to get, um, well, it's not even an upgrade, is it? It's just an additional license to 
yeah. who do circuit racing. We've, we we just before bloody COVID came along, we were looking at doing the C1 challenge. What we were doing, like, yeah, well, like to, didn't we? We'd like to pursue that um, and see if we can get a package together for next the middle of next year, maybe, and do a couple of those. Maybe even do that endurance one. I think we've got a few people lined up who want to do it with us. Um, but yeah, we need our race licenses to do that. So um, I, it's something I want to do anyway, because I, I want to venture into the racetrack because I haven't done much at all on racetracks. Um, you know, I've raced, I've had to go, at, you know, um, track days with you. Um, and yeah, I and I've done track, I've done rallies on racetracks that, that you do use bits of the track, but I've not yeah. done a full on, um, you know, full on, circuit race which is something i want to do i want to tick that off the list so that's um yeah that's the plan for next year maybe do a few of them yeah see where we go yeah no we've got to do that we've got to do that and um yeah we've sort of been talking quietly to some people who are going to help us with that so um yeah we'll put that together ready for ready for 2022 and yeah yeah try something new. yeah definitely um yeah, so considering we've just done this last minute, um, yes. like literally, I'm still covered in oil, come out of the workshop, and I've just run upstairs and put this together. That, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't done too bad, have we? We covered no, a few we, things. We have, we have, we've, um, well, we've covered the fuel debacle, debacle the, um, the maps debacle as well, um, yeah. which I'm guilty. And I knew, I knew, uh, you know, I was going to have to uh, hold my hand up and, and accept <laughs> you that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We even set, sent me a map emoji, didn't you, the other day on WhatsApp, so I knew it was coming. Um. <laughs> I think the best part was on our way home, we, we were quite quiet driving back, just, you know, just thinking about everything that had happened. And then I looked over and said, uh, you all right? And you went, yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, ordering a bunch of flowers for Shan for putting up with you for so long. Yeah. It'll be good to see what, I'd, I'd like to like be a fly on the wall if you and Dan talk together about me in the car just to see if the experiences are similar <laughs> so we'll get him on and we'll have a chat about that yeah yeah we, <laughs> he's, he's done he's done well to have survived so many years of um that was actual like you know that was proper competition wasn't it you were fighting championship battles with Dan and uh, sat next to you so I dare, I dare yeah. say there was you know it was an interesting time for him um yeah but I mean, with the, you know, some of my paranoia on that this rally was with my car, hmm. um, because I'm always thinking about, all oh, right, is that right? Is this right? You know, is that going to break? Is that going? Is that right? And like, I know you shouldn't think about that too much, but when I, I've had a, a bit of trouble with the engine on that start, and, and it's a fresh, it's like a brand new engine, and the the costs are just a lot more when you know that Subaru is a lot more highly strung than the other cars I've raced um, or rallied, and um, you just you think oh, if that breaks or if that breaks, it, it, it is the cost in the, in your head really. Um, with the other cars, you know, rallying micros and that sunny, even that sunny was quite highly strung, you know, with a dog gearbox and things mm. like that, and it was quite quick. But I, I, it was quite a reliable car, so I didn't tend to worry as much. But I, I'm a bit still unknown with the Subaru because I haven't done much mileage in it. So when we were driving down the motorway and it was making a slightly different noise to what I was used to, I'm thinking, oh, is it all right? Is it all right? And then that plays on my mind a little bit. And a lot of people will relate to that. Yes. You know, people, people who have built their own cars, like you probably do it yourself sometimes. 
like we had a bit of a when we went to Shelsley Walsh, didn't we? We had a bit of a, a thing in the morning where you'd been doing some work on it and you'd forgot to plug the heater motor back in. Yeah. <laughs> and we steamed up. And I bet yeah. there was a bit of your you going through your mind was like, oh, what's happened to it now? I hope this doesn't happen when I'm doing the race. And I bet you had a little bit of a, a flap with that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, very and much. That, yeah. It's just what happens, isn't it? You want when when you go rallying or when you're doing it, you just want everything to be right, perfect, because mm. then you know that you've got nothing to worry about. But it's not always the case. There's always something that plays on your mind. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And, and you know that car, yours is it is highly strung, isn't it? You know, there's there's a, a tank in the back. There's intercooler spray with you know with a tank full of water and you know things like that. There's all sorts of buttons on the dash that you know, oh yeah, right, I haven't played with this yet. And I said to you at one point, didn't I, oh, should, do you want to play with the diff on this stage? And you were like, nope, because yeah. you were happy with it. You found your you found your setting and, um, you know, and, th- and that was that. And I thought, no, that's fair enough. He knows what he, he, knows what he wants there. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to throw another curveball into it. Um, yeah, well, that is another thing I need to do more testing with. You see, the diff, the diff controller on that, I, I'm not 100, I've got a list of what, each setting is but i don't i don't 100% know which ones i should be using where so i i do need to do more testing but i think i, I think i'll do a rally in it and just see how we get on yeah yeah no it'd be I, a competitive yeah. car i think on a on a forest rally yeah but i want to get it back in one piece as well because there is a little bit left in it where you know if it if i move it on i, I can still I've not lost too much so because they are little like we spoke about before they're not I do like to enjoy them but they are little investments and they're, they're things that I want to you know yeah keep going as well it's a bit of a business it's a bit of a business plan as well as a hobby so as you well know I do I do I do yeah indeed well um yeah thanks for joining us um on this episode of the podcast um yeah we're gonna hopefully be back yeah, after a couple of weeks, that'll be the plan. Uh, we'll try and yeah. maybe we'll get, get together, the, do it in yeah, person with it. We're going to work on some stuff, aren't we? Because I do, I do like the quality of our when we're when we're talking together. The quality seems to be a lot better than the Zoom ones. Yes. Um, yes. But it's good to get something out, and we're not always going to be able to meet up, so we're going to have to do some of these. Um, <clears throat> so as long as people are still watching and you know listening, and we're doing the right thing, then yeah, we'll just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lots of you have left um, sort of positive feedback, with, be it in, uh, dropped us an email, that's gobbledyclutch at gmail.com. Um, obviously, give us a, a thumbs up on Facebook. But I think the majority of people are actually uh, looking at the data, listening to us on their phones, like on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer and so on. Um, so if you're listening on there, if you can like give us a, a, a decent review, it really, really helps um, as well. So if, if you're any feedback is is appreciated whether it's good bad you know if you don't like something we want to know and there's nothing better than you know no nobody wants to be slated but i i quite like the the feedback even if it's you know oh i don't like you doing this and then you, you kind of we think about it and go oh yeah yeah that's fair enough we'll mm-hmm. change that so any feedback is is good much appreciated but uh, yeah thank you thank you for watching um and yeah we'll see you next time yeah, don't get lost now, Tom, and we'll um, <laughs> we'll maybe meet up again. <laughs> That'll be the last one, I promise. <laughs> Let's put it to bed. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to the Gobbledy Clutch podcast with me, Tom Magney. And me, Sean Ellis. Be sure to join us next time.